Welcome to the show. My name is Michael Lynn, and this is the MongoDB Podcast. Two of my favorite things, attending tech conferences and talking with software developers and technologists. Got to do both of those things this summer when I attended and delivered the keynote demo at mongodb.local San Francisco. After the keynote, I got to sit down with some folks from Harness. Surya Bhagbat and Dave Nielsen from Harness joined me to talk about the Harness solution, some of the benefits and how they're leveraging MongoDB. Harness is an interesting solution. It takes your application and gives you a smooth path to work with your entire engineering team to get that deployed successfully into production, reliably and securely. All the way from the beginning of continuous integration, through testing, performance testing, through image management and deployment. It uses AI to determine if the app was deployed correctly, successfully, seamlessly offering you rollbacks along the way. It also offers a cloud cost management solution built right in. Today on the show, Harness, how they're using MongoDB, and the CICD solution that they provide. This episode was recorded right on the floor at mongodb.local in San Francisco. You might hear a little background. I hope it's not too distracting, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, I'm Surya. I lead the site reliability engineering team over at Harness. And anything to do with the production availability, uptime, database reliability, everything comes under this team. Okay, great. And Dave? Yeah, I head up the developer relations team at Harness. It's the community and the dev advocacy team. And yeah, we work with developers around the world to help them build and deploy software better. Well, I want to thank you both for sitting down with me. We're here at mongodb.local San Francisco, and it's electric. There's a lot of great things happening at the show. But I want to talk a little bit about Harness. And, you know, Surya, maybe tell folks about Harness. What is Harness and, and what do you do? So Harness is all about empowering the developers, right? At the end of the day, you write code, you, how you deploy code to production, how you build your code, and after deploying the code to production, how do you manage your production, right? Everything Harness provides in one platform, and Dave probably can elaborate more, more on it. Hmm. Well, yeah, one of our primary goals is to help the teams deliver their code you know, reliably, efficiently, quickly, you know, so having a fast platform and to make all that happen is really important for us. Also, I just want to add that we actually do it for not just CI, CD, but security and reliability, all of the different components of deploying enterprise software. We have over seven modules that enable you to do that. And if you only need to use one, you can just use one module or you can use it the entire platform as a and pipeline to do everything you need. Yeah. So the term GitOps has become popular recently. Yeah, I've been following it since near the beginning, I believe. You know, GitOps began as a way to store your configuration details for deploying your Kubernetes deployments. And so your configuration details were being stored in random places, and that meant that you could end up with an unreliable deployment because it wasn't the same as the time before. Or if you needed to roll back, you didn't necessarily have that previous reliable deployment configuration stored somewhere. And that 
really worked for people. They really liked it. And now it's expanded to deploying not just, you know, Kubernetes, but any application really does focus on deploying into Kubernetes, but it really could be anywhere. But the, of course, the important part is storing the configuration details, anything else that's important for that deployment in some sort of source control where you can keep track of, of what worked and what didn't work. So if you need to roll back or if you just simply want to redeploy with the same successful deployment, you have all those details. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's that's what reliability is all about. Right. right. So speaking of reliability, that's your job, Shuri. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about what your day looks like. So for us, I mean, like any SRE out there, right? So keep lights on or run the business is pretty much the primary OKR for us. And how we get to that, what kind of challenges we run into, how we can automate better, how we can improve the observability better, and how we respond to incident management. So all of this, pretty much I won't say is part of every day, bulk of our day-to-day. Well, we hope it's not a part of yeah. every day, right? Yeah, it's not part of every day for sure. Yeah. So how does Harness leverage MongoDB as a part of your stack? Right. So like Dave just mentioned, Harness has seven modules. When we started off, we started with one module, then it expanded to more than one. And throughout this journey of reintroducing the modules, we at when we decided to partner with Atlas on the MongoDB side of things, it was no-brainer for us because we were more focused on the application delivery, getting the code, getting the product out to our customers. And the infrastructure and the database side of things, we wanted a partner who can grow along with us, who can be part of the journey with us. So it does come down to partnership. And at the end of the day, you want to be able to rely on the partners that, that are in your stack for sure. And you know, I think incidents are probably unavoidable. There's going to be times in in the operation of every application where where things don't go as planned. And I understand that happened with with Harness. Do you want to talk a little bit about some of the challenges you've had in production? Right. So like any other product out there, right? Um, the SREs want to make sure that we meet our customer SLS. And at the same time, there will be incidents that happen whether it's due to bugs in the code or something we introduced in the code and so on. So recently we had one of those incidents. Um, we are currently running on Mongo 4.2. We have an upgrade path to 4.4 and then 5. But on 4.2, when we were adding and dropping the indexes, we ran into a bug. One of our primary node went down because of the way we did the adding and dropping the index, which triggered the bug. So we uh, hardness prides itself on being transparent with our customers, right? Any incident, any major incidents, we post it on our Medium blog and one can find all the details about this blog post as well. So uh, during an incident, right? So like if we are running on GCP, we are partnering with Atlas. So it's very important for us to get hold of someone who joins the call, right? Who works with us to understand what the incident is all about, what can they do to get things back up and running. And in this particular incident, we raised an escalation ticket and the customer success team of Mongo immediately jumped on the call. Sometimes we know what can be done. Sometimes we know what can't be done. But getting that information from the customer success as well as someone technical on the call on the Mongo side really helps 
kind of address some of the important questions that happened during an incident. Yeah. Obviously, we're partnered, and Harness is leveraging MongoDB for reliability, for data storage. What does the use case look like, and what type of data are you storing in MongoDB? So MongoDB is our primary database or the primary data store, right? And all of our data is is tied to the kind of infrastructure-related pipelines, infrastructure-related build pipelines, deployment pipelines, verification pipelines that our customers use as part of their deployments. So all of the data is very critical for us because at the end of the day, if a customer... Run, if harness is down because of some incident, right? And if a customer can't deploy their code to production, then they are delaying things for their customers. So it's very important for us to maintain the high level of uptime that harness customers expects from us. And the observability side of things that Atlas provides out of the box helps us understand our system better. And we continue to leverage it a lot on day-to-day basis. Hmm. Now, what's the sweet spot for Harness? Is it generally, is it a general solution for, for all developers putting stacks together that, that are looking to automate? And We started off as primarily a continuous delivery company. <laughs> that was the problem that wasn't solved at the time. And we were the first company to use artificial intelligence to solve that problem with analyzing the logs and the metrics and everything mm-hmm. else that is available to you when you do a deployment. And then therefore we could identify if the deployment was successful or not. And if it wasn't, we could roll it back. Mm-hmm. We save companies lots of time, manpower, and we help them deploy more reliably that way. <clears throat> then we expanded from there. So we, then we added continuous integration because CI, CD is really what you know the yeah. combination that customers are looking for. But there's so much more to that. There's a service reliability, understanding, you know, are you deploying too fast and you're getting too many errors? How do you how do your DevOps and developers teams balance that out? Do they have a tool that gives them the measurements that they need to identify if they should you know slow down or if they can speed up? And we have security testing orchestration, which integrates with companies that have security vulnerability testing. And we pull that information in. That also gives you the information that you need to know if you have problems. So the, the, the entire suite of, and there's more, <laughs> go look at our website, yeah. but the entire suite of tools gives you what you need to start from your code base all the way into production. And for, for teams, primarily it can be Kubernetes or it could be VMs, you know, really whatever mm. they're looking to deploy. Yeah. So you mentioned artificial intelligence and I'm curious about, like, it, it seems to me like the use case is analyzing logs and deriving value from the state of things. Talk about the, the way artificial intelligence is used as a part of that. Right. So like at the, <clears throat> at the CD level, uh, just to give you like a simple example, when you deploy, there's lots and lots of logs. If you ever look at your terminal output, you'll just see everything rolling by, right? right. And there's it's all like that. the matrix. Right. And, and traditionally what happens is that information will go into Nagios or some dashboard and your ops teams will watch it and they'll look for problems. But mm-hmm. when you're deploying day after day after day, hour after hour, minute after minute, you can imagine that their eyes start to gloss over. Mm-hmm. So not only is it not really an interesting job, it's also easily easy to 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 miss things yeah so using artificial intelligence to identify what are the 
errors that we expect and are okay because it's just part of the output? Mm -hmm. What are the errors that we know are not okay and so therefore we know we need to roll back? Those are fairly easy to understand, um, but artificial intelligence will help you there. Where it really comes into play is, is all that in between. How do you start to identify which of the, the ones that are not known one way or the other, how can you start to filter through all that and identify when, when those are a problem? And that's where the artificial intelligence really comes into play. Yeah. And, and to add to that, on the CI side, we do the same. We do something similar. We, we look at the code that has changed, and then we identify which tests that we run need to run to on that particular code and then we may not run the other tests on code that has not changed right mm. and so that also is improved through artificial intelligence so what does an, a harness implementation look like do do i have agents running on my machines is there a log capture system what does what does it look like to implement right. harness so we have something called a delegate, which you we can run for you or you can install in your own environment. And it is the tool that, that we talk to that helps to uh, talk to your internal resources. So mm -hmm. if you have information that is required as a part of the deployment, like connecting to logs or other resources, it does that for you. But what we're doing from the outside is we are helping you take your code from your repo and it we then pull it up into a continuous integration service, which does your builds and your tests. And then that gets stored into a container registry. And, and then once the continuous delivery process kicks off, then the, uh, the, it will push that, those container images and anything else that's required into your deployment. And oftentimes we'll do it in, in a canary deployment or a blue-green deployment, mm -hmm. or there's various types of deployments you can choose based on the architecture and the size of your application. Mm. And, and depending on, again, the artificial intelligence will then kick in and look at the logs and the metrics and decide if it needs to continue rolling out or if it needs to roll back. Okay. And are there other key partners that you're working with today? Who else is in your stack? Well, first of all, we we deployed of the major clouds, yeah, and 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 actually privately too, so we can do pr public or mm -hmm. private deployments. Um, and so, you know, the, the the VM companies, the the Kubernetes companies, you know, the, even serverless, we deploy to serverless as well. Mm -hmm. You know, those are all critical to us to succeed. But beyond that, we have a lot of partners. We partner with um, a lot of DevOps companies, tool chain companies. Lassian is a partner of ours. Um, you know, like as I mentioned, the big clouds, the security players. So the companies actually do the security testing. You know, we, we partner with them. We pull the results back into our platform so we get a unified view so that no matter who you're using, you get like one dashboard or we can even add those results from multiple security testing tools into our dashboard. So we're, we're trying to partner with everyone, really. But um, you know, those are some of the major ones. Yeah, fantastic. As a growing company, one of the things that we're all concerned with is bringing on talent, folks that are that are, you know, knowledgeable in this realm. I understand you may be hiring. Do you want to talk oh, yeah. about the roles that you have open? Always be hiring. Yeah. No, we have a lot of roles open. You can check them out at our website, harness.io. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, we have roles all over the world too. It's a it's a global company. Mm -hmm. it's sort of. Like many companies during the pandemic, we became, became you know global first. But we have roles all over the place, from um, engineering roles. I'm sure Surya is always looking for good talent. We've got yeah. You want to say no, anything no, about that? Absolutely. Like Dave mentioned, we are hiring across the board. 
so and uh, our tech stack right is pretty is pretty up to date like we don't have any proprietary code out there so we are all running on the standard open source components we run on gcp gke and like we are here on the mongodb because we run our stuff on mongo right so it's like if you are interested do check out our website and do feel free to reach out to us so i'm i'm excited i'm learning i didn't know much about harness before we had this chat but i'm learning quite a bit how do people get started and what should someone know before they jump in with harness Right. Well, the first thing is, although we started off as a company with targeting large companies and large enterprise deployments, we spent a significant amount of time retooling our platform so that companies just getting started can start with Harness for free. So we have all, all of our modules have a, a free tier, mm-hmm. which is not a trial where it goes away after 14 days. It's permanent. So any company can go to harness.io and they can sign up to try out CI or CD or feature flags or cloud cost management or SRM or STO that I mentioned before. Um, all of those are free for you to start off with. Mm-hmm. So I would start there. And in particular, we recently launched GitOps as a service, which is part of our CD, our continuous delivery product. Mm-hmm. So if you want to try GitOps for free, you can go to harness.io and sign up for the CD module and try out our GitOps platform. Yeah. What kind of knowledge does somebody have to have before they begin? Or can they can they wade into the CI/CD realm with Harness and, and learn along the way? Yeah, there's definitely a learning curve over time, but you can start with a, a very little. The, the primary thing is you want to, of course, have knowledge of your code so you know what needs to be deployed and how. Um, we typically will help someone get through that process because we have a nice graphic user user interface for kind of walk you through the steps mm-hmm. so and and you can use it like i said before for any module on its own or you can use the whole platform from start to finish mm. so if you would you know a lot of folks might start off with ci so you could sign up and then start taking your code and putting it through the you know the build and mm-hmm. test process um, and then continue on to the CD. And if you, if you just stop there, now you've got everything from your code to deployment and uh, we'll walk you through it all. I would like to add to what Dave said as well, right? So as an engineer or a developer, um, you don't want to read through a tons of documentation to have your, whether it's first hello world or whether it's your first deployment to your local Kubernetes, for example, right? You just want to try it out and you want to see like, uh, how easy it is or how hard it is, whether it's any open source tool that is out there for CI, CD, or whether it's Harness. As Dave mentioned, you can simply sign on, try it out, and see like whether you like it or not. So there is no involved for you to try these things out. And um, and also, the whatever documentation, whatever quick starts guides we have, you should be up and running within no time. So do check it out. Terrific. Oh, yeah. And finally, upcoming, we have our own conference, just like this one here, here in San Francisco. So it's called Unscripted, and it's all about delivering software the the modern way, so modern software delivery. And it's free. And that's coming up in November 16th. So just go to unscriptedconf.io, and you can find out more about that there. We'll include links in the show notes, so be sure to check the show notes for that. Is there anything else either of you would like to share before we wrap up? 
The last thing I'd like to share is that on another note, we are working with MongoDB on a software project that to highlight how you can develop and build your application, your Atlas search specifically code on your laptop. And as you know, Atlas search is a a cloud-based service, but you, mm-hmm. you got to develop your code on your laptop. So, you know, how do you make that easy for folks? And it turns out it's actually quite simple, but we're working on a way to make that even simpler. And we do that through drone.io open source project oh. that we have our uh, listing in the MongoDB integration marketplace. Go check that out. Yeah, so definitely check out the show notes. We'll have links to that as well. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much to Dave and to Surya for joining me for that wonderful conversation about Harness.io. Hope you learned something. Hope I sparked your interest. If you want to learn more about Harness, visit Harness.io. Some great docs, links to the marketplace, and more in the show notes. Would love to get your feedback on this episode or any episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave a rating and a comment. You can leave a rating on Spotify as well. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week.